Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I am your host, Maddie. I almost forgot to introduce myself there. Hello. Yes, I'm Maddie. And welcome to the podcast. If you're new, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're joining us. And if you're coming back, hello again. (laughs) Happy, as always, to have you back and excited to get into this episode and talk about some things that are kind of... Um, the first word that came to my mind was spicy. I don't know if it's particularly spicy, but it sure is interesting. So we will get into that now. Honestly, in the vein, in the vein, in the vein, no, that doesn't feel right. In, to be transparent, let's just rephrase it. To be transparent, uh, this is the second time I'm recording this episode. I've done that I think only really a couple times where I've had to just kind of scrap an episode and restart it again. And this one just seemed to make sense. It's a pretty, I wouldn't say touchy subject, but it's something that I feel very passionate about. And it, I don't know, there's a lot of different opinions on it. And so (laughs) I'm going to give you mine. Plus, something had happened that I didn't even realize. (laughs) Just... A lot of mumbling. But it had to do with um, a movie coming out. And it's funny because I recorded this and then the movie came out and I thought to myself, Maddie, (laughs) why did you not just wait to record this until after the movie came out? But it didn't even really cross my mind because I thought I was going to be talking about a subject that was very old. But honestly, the timing worked out and here we are. I am going to be talking today about something that happened, honestly, when I was gone, when I was on hiatus, this kind of came about, and I usually talk about these things pretty, like, relatively close to when they come out, because I I want to stay relevant, but in all actuality, I like to stay on top of these things and talk about them as soon as they happen, so I can kind of get your opinions on what you think of the matter, and just to get it out there while it's still, for lack of a better word, relevant. So it's funny that it's kind of come back full circle and that it is, um, it does make sense again for me to talk about because I was going to preface this all by saying, oh, sorry, this is so late and I would normally talk about it right away, but I couldn't because my very long hiatus that I didn't quite intend to take and yada, yada, yada. So let's get into it. I want to talk about kind of an unfortunate happening in the disabled and neurodivergent community with representation, and I want to specifically talk about Sia. So Sia recently came out with a new film following a young woman who is on the spectrum, but was cast as... But Sia... Sorry, let me rephrase that. But Sia had cast a neurotypical actress to play the role And I just wanted to kind of break that down and talk about it. I didn't, I haven't actually seen the movie, so this isn't going to be a movie review, but I don't really care to see the movie, especially after having seen and read so many different opinions and what people had to say about it and just kind of the overall, the the overall Mm, not backlash, but just reviews that came in. And honestly, I just, I don't find 
it worth my time and money to see a movie about someone who is neurodivergent being played by someone neurotypical and frankly as a lot of the review said in a poor light <laughs> and done in a poor way and so that's that's that okay that's that so i i just wanted to talk about it and in the beginning when she first announced this movie i i guess it's been in the works for many years i hadn't known that but after looking it up they had filmed it a while ago and then now it is just finally coming out and i think that's important to remember for the lead actress who played the leading role because honestly i i have no desire to like trash her or i have no desire to trash anyone but i really don't want to make her out to be the bad person in this situation because from what I and obviously I have no idea the circumstances of this because I am in no way in contact with these people so I can't for sure say these things and I want people to remember that and to take what I say with a grain of salt just because because who am I I am <laughs> who am I to say these things I'm a person sitting in a closet it's a nice closet. It's a sound studio, but a closet at the end of the day talking about these things. And I just want to I just want to say that. And I want to say about the actress playing this role, I believe she was pretty young at the time and she was pressured heavily into taking this role and um there are reports that she was very emotional on set feeling that she was misrepresenting people and she didn't want to, quote unquote, make fun of anyone. And I think that's important to remember when we talk about these things. Sure, let's hold people accountable, but there are some people that should be held more accountable at this point. And I think Sia is that person. And so when this whole, let's get back to it, when this whole thing started, people immediately started flagging it as, hey, this is kind of an issue. Um, and the autism community and a number of other communities, as well as actors, began to rightfully speak out against it and talk about it and bring up their uh, worries and concerns, especially after seeing the trailer for the movie. And now after seeing the movie, a lot of people saying how it doesn't accurately depict what it's like to live with autism and that that doesn't surprise me because i because the yeah it doesn't surprise me <laughs> and honestly i have to say hollywood has never been great at properly casting certain roles with the correct representation let's be honest let's look at most movies and we will know that it does not represent well, whether across all minorities, across the whole spectrum, and especially with the disabled community. And I want, I'm going to actually talk about that more in next, this, not next week's episode, because that'll be an interview, but the episode after that, I'm kind of continuing on this train for a little bit because I find it really interesting. It's the world I kind of want to be involved in, and I want to continue to talk about it. and hear what you have to say about it. And I think it's important to talk about. So with all that in mind, yeah, Hollywood, not great <laughs> with representation. And I think I think it seemed to hit kind of hard for disabled people or people within the disabled community 
because it was Sia um, who did this and she wrote and directed the film. And I think it's because she was a she was she is a part of the chronic illness and disabled community. And I I mean, sure, let's kill our heroes because <laughs> there is, <laughs> you know, like no one is the one spokesperson just because she, let's rephrase that, just because she has a chronic illness doesn't mean she can speak for all. And I, I, th- but I think people, myself included, would have hoped she would have been a bit more attuned to how much representation helps and how important it is. And I've even discussed her on the podcast before. Like when I, I had an episode about celebrities and representation and I was saying how wonderful it was to see these communities have this representation and have someone that they could see and look up to. I think just because you're a part of a community doesn't mean that you are qualified and fully knowledgeable on the aspects of the entire community, especially with something so diverse and interesting and intricate as neurodivergence or disabilities or chronic illnesses and all that stuff. And sometimes, like, truthfully, I sometimes lump them together for ease, but that's not the case. It's very, there's so many different areas and places and communities within this community that there's no way that just because I have a neurological condition that doesn't mean I can speak for everyone else. And I just, oh, that was that, that was a lot of convoluted nonsense, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. So let's get back to the main topic. I think the other problem with this and when she was coming out with it was her immediate anger towards anyone who came forth with concern about the movie and the message it was sending people. She was aggressive via Twitter, to many people saying she tried to cast someone on the spectrum in the role, but that she found the experience too stressful. And so they had to go with someone else. And I can't, I can't completely be sure on what actually occurred. I wasn't there. I can only comment on what I'm seeing and doing research on. And since then, those tweets have been, I think, deleted, which is also not a good look, Sia. Um, But I think at the end of the day, she didn't even want to take criticism. She didn't even want to listen to communities. And I think she was saying that she had done a bunch of research and that Autism Speaks. And Autism Speaks is not the golden child for autism awareness. Um, And so, and a lot of people mentioned that too. A lot of people said, hey, that's not a great organization to be basing your knowledge off of. Here are a bunch of different resources and people that you can search for. So it wasn't like people were just bashing her. They were offering her help and they were offering her a way to improve her movie. And I think I think that's what's so frustrating is it's like you had you had people helping you. You had people wanting to help you and to make this possibly a better thing than it was and make it an opportunity to actually represent something that might not have been represented and naturally okay I could talk about this and give my opinion on it for the whole episode but I kind of wanted to break it down into a couple episodes as I was saying I want to 
I want to first talk about celebrities and the catch-22 of them representing disabled communities. And then, so that's what I want to do this episode. I wanted to preface it, or I wanted to kind of start it off with that whole saga, because I think it's important to (laughs) bring attention to it. Um, And then, and then I kind of, I want, I want to transition into the celebrities and catch 22, all of that stuff. And then in another episode, I want to actually discuss whether it's appropriate to cast able actors or actors who are abled in roles of disabled people or people who are disabled. And I want to talk about the presence of disabled characters in theater and art. And these are all very interesting to me because, as you know, I'm an actor and I think I just think it's very interesting. And even if you're not an actor, people are consuming so much television, movies, podcasts, um, music, art, stories, everything. There's so much that people are consuming. So we're all a part of it. We're all connected. We're all doing it together and like people have preferences sure but at the end of the day we're all taking things in and yeah so that's why I kind of want to go into that back to the topic I guess I guess it's just finding a median median (laughs) a median in the road I guess that could work a medium or maybe maybe that is what I'm trying to say I have medium written in my script but I think median is right I feel kind of not smart right now. (laughs) That's okay. And that's allowed. And we're allowed to be that way. Um, But yeah, I think, I think there is, but we're trying to find this middle space between loving the representation, these films, but also the harm it can cause in media's romanticization of them. And I think When we see these illnesses and disabilities portrayed in movies, there is a fine line of romanticization that happens uh, a lot of the times due to the fact that they are paired with a love story. A lot of the times they are just romantic stories because everyone loves a a tragic, sick, (laughs) sick kid movie. (laughs) Um, So while getting the word out that these diseases exist, it doesn't help if misinformation is being spread about them to mainstream mainstream audiences, uh, some do this right. But unless you know the differences or are struggling with the disease yourself, it can be really difficult to decipher the truth from the rose-colored lens of the camera. And not only do we see this in films, but we actually see this with celebrities as well. I think this can make people with those diagnoses feel seen and validated and know they are not going through these things alone but it can also bring up some challenges. And I'm all for people seeing someone like themselves on screen and feel that they are a part of this world. Like, like that, absolutely, yes, that should be the case for everyone. But I also, like I said, there are some challenges and I'm going to talk about them right now. And the first I want to talk about is misrepresentation and just... I kind of touched on it a little bit, but misrepresenting an entire disease or community because the only research that movie did was maybe look it up on Google or like watch a video of a mom somewhere talking about their child who had it. And like, that's the only reason if that's the only research they're doing, that's not enough research. (laughs) Um, If they're not actually talking to people (laughs) with these 
diseases them. What's the point? What's the point? Um, So I think misrepresentation is a first. And I think that can also play into the second one, which is friends and family only understanding the illness from the celebrity's point of view and perspective and not yours. I think that's I think that's really an important thing because sure it can be great and it can be like yeah you see this thing that I have this celebrity whom you love also has it therefore <laughs> I am valid which is horrible but honestly a lot of the times sometimes a lot of the times sometimes friends and family can't aren't can't they can but aren't as supportive or they don't quite understand it or if it's not something they can see then it's not something to be believed and I think that sure you can point to these celebrities and be like hey look at what they're doing they also have what I have and it exists and I exist and I hate that it took you looking at a celebrity to see me but I think this can also um, be a little tricky because at the end of the day Every single person's experience with um, a disease or with neurodivergence or with a chronic illness or with a disability, they're all different. Like each one of us is experiencing a completely different thing. And sure, we can like have communities and we can have resources and spaces where we talk about it and feel less alone. But at the end of the day, like our experiences are unique. and. That's what it's, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> it's it's probably not ideal, but it's pretty it's pretty amazing. And I think we have to keep that in mind. And especially with celebrities who might have access to different treatments than you you do or that other people do. And not saying that that's a bad thing, not saying that like, oh, how dare they? Because they have every right to spend their money the way they want to spend their money and if that's using experimental treatments then that is and that's a whole that's a whole other story with just the healthcare system but we we can skip over that for now it's the fact that people don't have access to treatments okay okay but yeah that in itself is a huge thing like they might have these abilities to see a physical therapist every day or to have people help them when you don't. And so it's a, that's already a very different experience than what you're going through. And I think I think that's good to remember because not one sole person can talk on a subject and have it applied to everyone with that same diagnosis. And so someone can get on a talk a celebrity can get on a talk show and talk about their experience and that's that. That's that. It's their experience. That's all it is. And it's great because it does like shine light on things, but they can't be an expert or a, or a spokesperson for their own disease. They are a human experiencing that too. And while some people do a lot of research and figure out what's going on with themselves and what's going on with others who are experiencing the same thing and how that can help each other. A lot of people do that intense research so they can be sort of a spokesperson for that. But at the end of the day, we can't hold celebrities to that standards and you can't hold the people in your life with those diseases to that standards to learn about them. And sure, like I, I don't know, I feel very passionate about 
telling my like telling my story, but truly like telling people what's going on with me, what's happening. I really have no problem when people ask questions. I really don't mind when people I, I really like when people reach out to me and talk to me about what's going on with them and we can discuss it. I really have no I was going to say no shame, but I don't want people to feel bad if they don't want to talk about it and feel shameful for not doing it because that's not the case at all. But I, I, like I said, my personal experience, I really don't mind talking about it. I probably overshare. (laughs) Honestly, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I overshare. And I find that that brings me comfort in a weird way. And I find that it helps the people around me kind of sort of understand if they choose to listen to me when I (laughs) talk about it or go on these long tangents that I call brain fart my podcast. (laughs) Um, But not everyone wants to. And not everyone has to be held to that standard in your life. And I, yeah, I think that's important. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that, but I, oh, I guess, I I guess we're still on the topic of why there's kind of a catch 22 with celebrities with diseases. And one of those being that people want to make them out to be a spokesperson when at the end of the day, they don't have to be. (laughs) And they probably aren't. And that's, That's that. And I, like I said, like opening up about chronic illness is, is brave. (laughs) I've read that line, but I, I think it is truly, but I didn't want it to come across as really condescending because sometimes that can be very condescending when people are like, wow, you're, you're so brave for talking. Um, But at the end of the day, it sometimes is. There's a lot of scary things that come with it. I mean, it is brave, especially in a world that values constant work and public image and romanticizing lifestyles like yeah that can be scary to do that because you're basically saying I don't fit into what you think is ideal or what society what society tells us is ideal and so suck it (laughs) I guess um yeah so I just wanted I wanted to say that. Wow, I'm getting very, <laughs> very passionate. I'm using a lot of hand gestures. I'm just gesticulating, gesticulating. Is that that word? Someone out there is sobbing <laughs> because of my lack of vocabulary and my inability to just give it up, give up the word I'm trying to search for and continue on with the podcast. But hey, that's that's what we all signed on for, isn't it? Just raw and honest. But let's get back to what we were talking about. Either way, it is a catch-22. There are always, always, always going to be pros and cons. And I think the more we talk about these things and bring awareness to the many different sides, we can only get better and improve. We need to keep, well, okay, I want <laughs> I was starting to say what I wanted to say but then I wanted to say it with more emphasis so I'm going to do that now. We need to keep holding Hollywood accountable for all minorities to be properly represented. And I think this C situation proves that just because you're a part of one minority or community does not make you exempt in your representation of another or give you an excuse to not go about something in a proper way. Whoa. That's so funny. I like finished that and I was feeling so good. And then this huge rumble of a truck passed by and I felt like I was calling upon thunder (laughs) with my intense words. 
I will step down off of my soapbox now and just say that I feel really passionate about these things. And I think representation matters. And I think intersectionality matters. And I think that we need to do better. And I think I need to do better. (laughs) And I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm sure if I went back and listened to a lot of these podcasts, I would have a lot of different opinions because at the end of the day, we're growing and we're figuring it out together. And I am learning and I'm growing. I'm 23. Like I've experienced a lot of things in life, but I also haven't. And I am not the sole source for these things. In fact, I used several sources for this podcast, which I will actually tell you now because it's kind of up next to my script. And wow, what a transition. Okay. So I I do want to give these sources credit because this is kind of, these are two articles that I read while doing this research. And there were, there were so many tweets and so many different Twitter threads and things like that. And I probably should have copied down all of the handles, but I didn't. And like I said, I will get better. But these are the sources I used for this episode. It was um, the, there was the mighty art, the, okay, the source is the mighty. And uh, it was the article, how people with chronic illness really feel about celebrities opening up about their illnesses by Aaron Migdal, 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 Aaron Migdal, apologies, Aaron. Um, and then the other one was The Catch-22 of Illness and Disability Portrayals in Media. It was by Dominique, and it was on the Invisible Youth site. So thank you for writing those articles. <laughs> I doubt you're listening to this, but thank you for writing them and allowing me to read them and be able to talk about this. And I know this um, episode was full of a lot of, I was going to say opinions, but kind of not, you know? <laughs> kind of no. Like, is, is it really a, an opinion to be like, oh, I think that Hollywood should be better? No, like Hollywood should just kind of be better. Maybe that's just me thinking my opinions are the most valid in the room because I they're my opinions. Um, who knows? I hope I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed me um, screaming <laughs> into a microphone for however long this was because I sure did. I actually really did enjoy this. I feel very passionate about these things and I I want to live in a world where we can cast actors with the disabilities in the roles of those disabilities um but that's that's for next time that I actually will talk about next time which I think is very exciting I am I'm pumped for that episode and I We'll leave you with that. I think I think that's enough for today. <laughs> um, I, I'm grateful, honestly, for this platform and for being able to talk to people and have people listen and have it be a comforting place for people to go. And yeah, okay, I'm getting all mushy. Wow, I don't know. I, you know when you just get lost in your thoughts? Okay, I'm ending this. All right, if you want to contact me, you can reach out at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com or you can go on social media. I'm at brainfartpodcast on Instagram. Give me a follow if you want. I do, I like talk about some things and then I post pictures of myself and I post pictures of the people I'm interviewing. I hope you liked that episode, that interview last week. I thought that was really fun, really exciting. 
Wow, I just remembered that. And I <laughs> I, I loved the interview so far. I'm excited for you to hear the next interview um, and so on and so forth. Okay. But yeah, you can you can see me there on Instagram or Brainfart Podcast on Facebook. Or if you don't didn't remember any of that and just want one source to find it all, brainfartpodcast.com. You can find all of my information. You can find out some about me's and you can listen to it there. I'm uploading transcripts. Yes, I know. It's taking time. It's very expensive <laughs> and um, takes a lot of time. <laughs> and I am slowly but surely working my way through and I will do my best. All right. I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are. And I will talk to you in two weeks. Bye.